Hello and welcome to episode 243 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And we're back to the big cutarapaya. <laughs> we are we're doing red this week. Yeah. This is uh kind of a makeup week for us. I'm away next week, so we're doubling up. Uh we're recording this right after our set review episode for Wilds. Um so we needed something to fill in for next week and this was an episode that was already ready to go. So yeah. that's what you're getting. So um if you want to get at us on social media, Facebook, Discord, X, email, X. Ab- about maybe things you're excited about with Wilds, uh, a- another idea for uh, a-, a show topic we can kind of go back to that is evergreen as we're starting to run out of colors. Uh, we still got pears, and then we got wedges, then we got shards. Oh, really? Oh, geez. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so those will be... Those will be uh, more condensed i think because um like a pair of colors i think has a little bit stronger identity than like a single color does um less like when we start doing pairs and stuff we'll be talking about the overlaps and not not as much their weaknesses yeah so So, anyway i thought we just had like green and then perhaps mud left over but uh (laughs) but we we you got to think a ways to go. But if you have yep. things you want to hear us talk about, let us know. Uh, say yep. hey. Come into the Discord. Uh, let us know about Lego investing. You know. <laughs> yeah, hit us up. Discord's always a fun place to hang out, especially around new set release. Uh, people get pretty excited from pre-release and brewing new decks, and there's always some good discussions there. So head on over to Discord. Check that out. If you guys are looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player Affiliate link. It's casualtryhard.com slash TCG. Follow that link on over to TCG Player, and anything you purchase after that will help to support the show. Uh, they'll give us a percentage of your final final sale there. doesn't cost you guys anything extra and uh, helps us pay our bills, so we would appreciate that. If you want to support us more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg if you appreciate the work we put into the show and you want to show us how much you appreciate us you can chip a couple bucks in however much you guys see fit um and then in return you'll get access to our show notes so you get a sneak peek about what the next episode is going to be about uh, you get access to our pre-show about another hour's worth of content out of us while we're making sure all our equipment works talking about all manner of random things you have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about in the pre-show because we don't um, we do not. <laughs> and you get put on my mailing list for when I have stuff to send out to you guys. Um, if any of that sounds good to you or you just want to chip in and support the show, we would really appreciate it. Uh, Patreon.com slash casual MTG. Yes. Yes. So we are talking uh, red stuff today. Yeah, we've done kind of worked our way through the colors. Uh, if you're interested in, you know, any of any of the other colors we've color covered already, uh, white, blue, black, you can go back in the the old episodes and check them out. Um, if you haven't listened to any of those, just to give you a heads up, this is we're just talking about what red as a color does. Um, we had some questions in discord, like from a new player perspective, as far as like brewing and how to approach, you know, deciding what colors you're going to be or whatever. And 
so this isn't necessarily about single cards and it's not necessarily about archetypes it's just about like the things that colors tend to do like yes blue tends to be controlly so we talked about that uh black tends to be about resources like moving resources around so we talked about that uh, white tends to be about like little creatures and taxes so we talked about that so now we're on to red Yes, so we've started all of these by talking about kind of their classical little creature type and then big creature type. Yeah. So red, their little creatures are goblins. Yeah, I mean, I think just about every magic set gives us a goblin of some sort, Mm -hmm. right? Is there a plane that doesn't have goblins? I feel like, did Kaladesh have a goblin? Oh, no, it didn't, because it had uh, gremlins. gremlins. Yeah. I think every so often they, like, throw, like, a curveball and, like, this is a goblin-free zone yeah. or whatever. <laughs> but for the most part, you get goblins. And, yep. like, goblins have matured over yep. their time in Magic. Because goblins used to just be, like, the bumbling idiot comic relief. Mm-hmm. Like, their cards were, like, randomly do a thing. Maybe I'll die. Maybe you'll die. We'll find <laughs> out. Nobody or like, knows. like, here's this, like, effect that, like, is costed poorly and might go wrong or is, like, costed poorly and doesn't do that much because they're goblins. They don't know what they're doing. Right. Now goblins are, like, muxes. They've, like, really, they've really, like, <laughs> been hitting the books, hitting the yeah. gym. They're, like, really, like... No, no, no! I'm I'm good now. Kiki, yeah, Jiki. rebel master. Yeah, rebel master. Like they got like they got their uh, crap together over the course yeah. of like 25 years. Yep. Or um. Oh shoot, I can't remember his name now. What was the one from Dominaria that like dominated the format? Dominaria. Oh, Goblin Chain Whirler. Chain Whirler. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he yeah. was a mean dude. He wasn't yeah. playing around. No, he was he not. Chain swinging and taking out elves ah. left and right. <laughs> yeah, so, but, like, goblins used to be, like, the funny, like, goofy creature type. And, like, they're they're now, like, a, like, viable, reasonable, like, tribe. Because yeah. they've always have been, but now there's different ways to build the goblin deck. But mm-hmm. goblin is, like, your, your, like, little creature in red what is our big creature the dragon uh going all the way back to alpha we had siobhan dragon the five five for six flying Mm -hmm. and had fire breathing Mm -hmm. um yeah it seems just about every not every set but most sets we get some giant flying dragon Um, i mean if you look recently the number of four mana yeah. flying mythic dragons like we got one like every set or every other set they were just like would you like another four mana mythic dragon that has a paragraph of text that is not standard playable <laughs> and we were like yes we would yeah. like excellent thank you um now i'm curious how many in red that are mythic in standard that are mythic how many mythic red dragons are there all right so I don't know. I've lost track of how many sets there are currently in standard. Are there nine now, counting low? Uh, but we have. Right. Um, 
what is it? Edge Sushi, mm-hmm. Capricious Hellraiser, Manaform Hellkite. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so these are all the dragons. Moonvale Regent, Realm Scorcher, Hellkite, Shivan Devastator. Those are your red mythic dragons that are currently in standard. Yeah. Sadly, only three of them are four mana, four four flyers. Oh. <laughs> Just three of them? Just half. Just half of them are are four mana, four four flyers. But yeah, like, I think that... I almost feel like Dragon is maybe more closely associated with red than Goblin is? Um... Right, like I mean, were... the, per- the percentage of goblins that are in red is significantly higher than the percentage of goblins that are in any other color. Yeah, but like... Like, by a huge margin. <laughs> but, I don't know, like, it just feels like, if you say, what's, like, the red creature type? I feel like it's like, oh, it's dragons. Dragon. And then yeah. you go like, oh, yeah, goblins, too. But, like, yeah, well, I mean, we like... kind of We kind of ended up with the same thing with some of the other colors, too, though. Like, yeah. blue... Um, was, uh, wasn't there a question about blue? Yeah, it was like merfolk blue? and then like sea creatures. Well, no, for, well, no, that's what it was. It was for the big creature. It was either Sphinx or like oh, Krakens. Yeah, Or fair. sea creatures. And like there's a kind of an equal, it's like a crapshoot whether or not you're going to get a Sphinx or like a giant octopus monster. Yeah. But like, no, like it feels like, like they're like, I think it's just because the the dragons are typically like the bigger, splashier again. Well, I think traditionally they've been more playable. Yes. And can slot into more decks. Like other than Chain Whirler and Ringleader, goblins really only have a chance of being put into goblin decks. For the most part. Yeah. Agreed. Whereas like um Glorybringer went in every deck that was red. <laughs> Yeah. And it might just be because the dragons are typically at higher rarities. Yeah. And so they see more play. So there are 14 dragons in standard right now. And there are 22 Goobalons. Okay. Uh, but of those Goobalons, um, there's one, two, three, three four five six rares mm-hmm. but there were i think 12 rares in the dragons yeah uh and like also like goro goro i didn't know he was a goblin samurai oh, I, I didn't know that either i just thought he was a samurai um but yeah so those are reds two creatures yeah so now we're gonna go over like what red's good at so the first thing is the first thing I think that comes to everyone's mind, and that is direct damage. Yep. Or I guess Bolt you damage based removal of well, both yeah, players I mean, and creatures. <laughs> sure, players and creatures. And at one point, planeswalkers also back when they had to, uh, you know, list it out. Well, now they yeah. list it out, right? I guess it's now just um, any target. Yeah. But any target. Yeah. Because they do creature or planeswalker. Right. Okay. So the classic is, I think red and black are the only colors that have like, well, red's the only like 
target player lose it that they deal this much damage to target to a target. Yeah. Black yeah. sometimes will do that. Uh, well, but more so often the black it'll be like won't, lose life. won't be like any target though. Yeah, it'll either yeah. be a player loses life, or it'll deal damage to deal a damage creature. to a creature. Yeah. So lightning ball, uh, lightning ball, uh, <laughs> lightning bolt, fireball, shock. Those are all like your kind of like classic, and like that oftentimes allows red decks to be built differently, like mm-hmm. red aggressive decks, because they have they have reach. Right, like right. you know, when you play your like four four on turn four, the red deck can just like go like over it and just bolt you in the face or like shock you twice yeah. and kill you. Where yeah. other decide decks don't that have it's that. time to not swing with their one ones anymore, leave them back to hopefully buy you a turn or two, throw them under the bus, and then start slinging lightning bolts at your face. Yeah, and that's something that you don't get from. Um, from the other the other colors yeah Yeah. next up we have it's really good at blowing up artifacts and blowing up lands yes a lot of times together too um i don't really remember so much recently but there was quite a long period of time where there was always like a demolish a four mana destroy an artifact or a land or if you get way far back pillage sure Three mana. <laughs> Three mana. Um, so they have, like, we always get, like, a shatter, or I guess, mm-hmm. like, a better shatter now, which is usually, like, maybe one mana. Yeah. But you get, like, one and a red, destroy an artifact. Mm-hmm. Or destroy an artifact stapled, stapled onto something else. Yep. And then, yeah, they've moved all the land destruction away from where it can be competitively played. It's all like at four mana now. Yeah. Hey, um, one of the first decks I ever won an FNM with was Land Destruction. With four, it was in Theros Standard. When I came back, gosh, yeah. is this funny? When I came back, the first deck I put together was like Creeping Molds and like was Red Green Land Destruction, uh, destruction for yeah. like Standard. Yeah, it was Xenagos the Planeswalker, and um, it wasn't Creeping Mold. It was. Bramble Crush. Maybe it's Bramble Crush, yeah, but like... Demolish. Like, two green-green destroy an enchantment or land. Yep. So, we both built, like, the same, like, welcome back. It's like, like, (laughs) this was good in 1997. How much could the game have changed? And it's like, oh, a lot. It was was also the first time I ever saw um, Glenn Tilt. Oh. He was playing a, a Jeskai Ascendancy combo, and I blew up all his lands, and he was not happy about that. So that would have been like in cons if he's playing Ascendancy combo. Uh, maybe it was. Mm, I don't remember. What, Theros, what, Theros was in standard with cons, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I built the same like deck. That's funny. Um, yeah. But yeah. So and then like land destruction and like. That is something that, like, you get that, like, common four mana blow up a land. That, like, I'm never quite sure who that card is for in 2022 (laughs) slash 2023. I think it's supposed to be for limited, but they're always awful and limited. Yeah, like, 
every so often your opponent gets mana screwed, then you like put the nail in the coffin, but like <laughs> then you run the risk of drawing the card when they have like twelve lands in play and it doesn't do anything. Right. Just like uh I guess I can discard this to Tormenting Voice if I draw it. Please, I need yep. a Tormenting Voice. But then I have to show my opponent that I had Demolish, Demolish in my in deck. deck. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. Maybe it's just better to concede. Yeah. Uh, thought sees you. I'm going to concede to conceal this information. Uh, let's go to the next game. <laughs> but yeah, that is like the red hallmark is like red is kind of the color that has had land destruction left as something that we like typically see in it mm-hmm. right like we swim way back when black got to destroy lands but doesn't really do that anymore so did and, green yeah every so often green will blow up a land but that hasn't happened in a long time yep it's just red yep red's all we got left yeah uh, and- i mean even recently we had uh was it cleansing wildfire Mm-hmm. wasn't that long ago and i was gonna say like i don't know if you have it on here i'm looking real quick um Red also is the, like, I'm not going to destroy your lands, but I will make them useless. Oh, right. like with Blood Moon, Alpine Moon. Exactly. Yeah. Right, like, it is the it is the color that gets to, like, mess with lands kind of the most consistently. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And then what is the next thing that we, uh, that we think about when we think red? Attacking. With them very aggressively costed creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the first um, shared deck lists, competitive deck lists, um, whatever you want to call it, way back in Magic's early days, like around the time of the first Pro Tour. And we talked about this in one of the old shows. If you want to um, go back and listen to our Learn to Play series, we kind of covered some early Magic strategy, and we talked about the Sly deck which was kind of what introduced the concept of mana curve and Mm -hmm. building a deck that's designed to make use of all of your mana every turn. Um, It was red because red is a color that gets aggressively costed creatures. We have things like Goblin Guide, which was a staple of modern for years. Uh, Monastery Swift Spear. Uh, We got the Monkey now that is like the best creature ever printed. And then Ball lightning. Yeah, way back in dark. Yeah, ball way, lightning way doesn't doesn't do anything but attack. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say on the same like uh, you know not that you shouldn't go listen to our podcast, but mm-hmm. there's a card market video where mm-hmm. they talk about it's like 25 or 30 minutes where it's the history of red deck wins. Oh, cool. And they go through is uh, the host and then Javier Dominguez. And oh, they perfect. just go through, like, the history of red decks with, like, Sly and, like, like the guy who invented Sly wasn't Sly. It was his friend. But Sly won the tournament, so then everyone called I, the deck I a Sly was, deck. I thought it was the other way around. Maybe it was the other way. I, it was something weird that I was like, I didn't think yeah, it was that it way. Was, I thought it was named after the guy that built it, not the guy that played it. But, uh, anyway, it goes through, like, everything about, like, red decks and, like, yep. it's history with aggressive creatures and how, like, the aggressive red decks often have to balance, like, am I a red deck that wins with creatures or am I a mm-hmm. red deck that, like, is more spell-focused and is going to win with burn? 
Like, what right. is the right balance of those things in my deck? Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. Yep. Um, Red is also pretty good about giving aggressive stat bonuses. Um, th- this may or may not fit into this category here, but we're going to talk about it here because it kind of ties in. Typically, when Red gives a stat bonus to a creature, it's not going to be like plus one, plus one, or plus O, oh, plus one. It's going to be like plus one, plus O, oh, plus two, plus O, oh, plus three, plus O. Oh. It's going to be very aggressively slanted. And oftentimes, the in addition to giving more power than toughness, mm-hmm. they will also typically put like an aggressive keyword on it. So you'll get like first strike or trample are like the ones that are most common where like that are good if you have a little creature Mm -hmm. to like help that little creature win combat or like, you know, with trample, just like get some damage over to make it so your creature can't be chumped or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So red is primarily kind of focused on like getting people dead, like any way possible. Yep, and kind of rolling into what you had just said about stapling, stapling on keywords to those pump spells. Um, red is also all about having keywords that reward attacking. So like you said, haste, trample, um, menace. Red gets menace, which doesn't do anything if you're not attacking. Uh, double strike is something that red gets to do, which can reward defensive well. but yeah. Same with first strike. Mate- yeah, mainly just wants to get people dead. And red also has fire breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, not just on dragons. Some other cards have fire breathing as well. But um, it's a, a keyword or an ability that just rewards attacking. Yeah, so if uh, if you're new, which is kind of geared towards fire breathing, is like pay mm-hmm. a red or pay like one or pay some costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, fire breathing is like, I think, actually just red. And you your creature gets plus one plus O for each mana that you spend. So when someone says it has fire breathing, that's what, that's what they mean is I pay mana and I get more power. Yeah. There was a a card and I think it was in alpha. Mm -hmm. It was, it was an enchantment. It gave, gave that ability to a creature. It cost a red mana to play and you paid a red mana and got plus one plus O till end of turn. And also like that was Siobhan Dragon's ability too. It already, already had a fire breathing on it. Yeah. Um, uh, top down designs. Yep. <laughs> what would a dragon do? Breathe fire. Um, well, maybe we should give it fire breathing so you don't have to put it on there. Ah, uh, simpler uh, times for magic design. Yep. Um, and then red does a lot of things at, random yeah it will discard cards at random it'll like draw cards and then discard cards at random it will um polymorph or i guess the chaos warp Mm -hmm. or tybalt's trickery where it's like i'm gonna counter this spell and we don't know again creativity now a lot of times you can build your decks to mitigate the randomness but there is a deck building cost to try to like not be random with right. with those things. Um, Possibility Storm is like uh, a card that's like, was it like if you cast a spell, you like put it on the Exile bottom it instead, and then reveal cards yeah. until you hit like something that shares the same type. 
Yeah. And yep. then you get to cast that, which, like, you're like, oh, I'll cast my one mana spell and maybe hit, like, an eight mana spell. Yep. Or you just hit the other copy of that one mana spell. <laughs> um, yep. Gamble, another, yeah, like... Gamble was... You you search for something, and then you discard a card at random. Yep. I was thinking, um, like, Burning Inquiry and Goblin War for, like, draw and then mm-hmm. randomly discard. Yep, that also. And... If you think about it, like the Bedlam Reveler kind of cards mm-hmm. also kind of play into this, where you're you're discarding your hand and then basically getting three random cards, hoping yeah. that the three random cards are whatever better than what's ever in your hand. I mean, to be topical, the uh, Hearth Elemental. Yes. Right, Hearth it's Elemental. Adventure. Yep. You know, discard your hand, draw two or whatever. Yep. Um. Yeah, so, like, red is the, like, kind of the spin the wheel, see what's going to happen color. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of spin the wheel, that's not something that's on my list here, but that's a thing that red does also. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't, I mean, magic in general doesn't do this super often anymore, but wheel effects are in red's wheelhouse. Um, they're called wheel effects referencing Wheel of Fortune. A card from way back in the early days of Magic where each player discards their hand and draws seven cards. Yep. Um, also kind of ties into the randomness. Of yeah, that. also very random. Yeah. I hope these new cards are better than what I had before. Yep. Um, and then Red also gets to mess with combat in different ways. All sorts of different ways. Um, I think one of the first ways that people are introduced to red messing with combat is probably through limited like especially newer players and every single set gets some sort of threat and effect an act of treason claim the firstborn you know whatever that set's flavor is of steal a creature until the end of turn Um, but that's definitely something red gets to do to mess with combat Uh, red also gets falter effects which falter prevents a creature from blocking or prevents all creatures from blocking or like depending on you know what is relevant for that limited environment um that's you know what they'll what they'll get but stopping creatures from blocking in general is something that red gets to do mm-hmm. and, and then extra no, combats yeah where you just get to do another combat step after this one mm-hmm. typically these are at higher rarities i don't think there's any that are at low rarities um recently we had was it Morang from Zendikar? Or Morag. Morag, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, like Morag. the landfall guy, but you had to landfall at the right time or you didn't get the trigger. Yeah, or you got the trigger but you didn't get the untap. Yeah, it was something weird. Like, oh here's an extra yeah. combat step, but then yeah. Yeah. Uh going back a ways, one that actually saw play was Combat Celebrant. And actually I think it still sees play sometimes too. Um, exert to give you an extra combat. If you're uh, an EDH player, uh, Najila gives extra combats. I think, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have all of the all of the spells. Yeah. Uh, Savage beating. Like yeah. Relentless is it? Relentless assault. Relentless assault. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of them at like all kinds of different mana values. Kind of like starting from like four to seven. Yeah. That are just like yeah. We mispriced this one at four. Let's try seven. But they're just like, yeah, just go attack again. Yeah. So. Um, 
there's one other thing that kind of plays into extra combats that isn't on my list here, but red also occasionally will get time walks where you lose the game at the end of the turn. Mm-hmm. So make sure that last turn counts, but that's something that red gets to do. Take yeah. an extra turn, and then if you don't win, you lose. Yeah, it's kind of um, like, you know, uh, we're going to talk about like kind of the impulsivity of red. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. like the the YOLO. Okay, we're gonna That's see right. if this works out. <laughs> yep. Uh, Final Fortune was one. We had one kind of recently, right? Chance for a... Glory was the Boros one. Yeah, I thought we had a red one though. I think so. It was like a three mana. Common cat maybe. Because uh, Chance for Glory was in um, guilds, right? Uh yeah, there was one with the guy falling into uh into the pit. Uh, but I don't. Roto was called. Uh, we were looking at well, we had Alchemist Gambit. Oh yeah. And in in a in a, in a shroud. Yep. And then, huh? I know there was one in Amakid. It must be. Uh different it must be a different wording than what i searched for they lose the game okay we will type lose the game yep. uh, duh, duh, duh. riveting content here is where riveting, type, 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 type. yeah lose the game yep glorious end yep Yep, two and a red. Yeah, end the turn. Yeah, so red gets a lot of these at like high rarity and low mana cost because you really can't cast them on like turn two or turn three and hope to uh, <laughs> win the game before your next end, end step. Not unless you got some kind of crazy plan. Yes, not yep. unless you're like, excellent, time to storm off. <laughs> That's right. Um, So then... I guess we have one more like red messes with combat, and that's like yeah. making things attack or stopping them from block blocking. So like we have goad, mm-hmm. and which is ha- kind of I think that's just a commander mechanic, right? It is. It is like I think there's well, red. Red can force creatures to attack. Mm-hmm. You have to attack like, this goad turn specifically. Of is a uh, like a commander mechanic, but I do I do believe that that is within Red's color pie. Like yeah. anyway, just making creatures attack. And then like we talked about falter, and falters are usually like a spell that says, "Hey, these things can't block," or things with out flying can't block, or whatever. But then yeah. they also have like creatures. I guess white kind of does this as well. But like, hey, when I attack, something can't block this turn. Well, so white does it with tapping, though. Like, Fair. they'll have a creature that attacks and taps a creature. Mm-hmm. Um, red will pretty frequently have, a like, a creature that's designed for limited that just says, when this creature attacks, target creature can't block this turn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just another way to mess with combat a little bit. Yeah. And then uh, red also gets to uh, copy spells. Yeah, red and blue overlap a little bit here, and we'll probably talk more about this when we cover is it. Um, but like red is kind of about spell slinging almost as much as blue is, like making a flurry of spells. Uh, a lot of the storm decks are red, 
and red gets to copy just like blue does so going all the way actually red had the first one blue didn't have just a straight up copy spell it had copy artifact in alpha mm-hmm. uh, but red had fork which copies an instant or sorcery um, they also get dual caster mage um, is one that you might be a little bit more familiar with it's on arena um, double cast was pretty recent just copies copies the next instant or sorcery you cast Double. They also get enchantments to do it, so like double vision. Oh yeah. Where like yep. copy your first spell each turn. I think yep. that there's also like a templating thing. I feel like blues were mostly like copy your next thing, but red mm-hmm. for a while had like when it was on the stack you have to copy it. Yeah. And now they've changed that templating more recently, or seemingly they have. Sometimes they switch back to yeah. the old templating, but like the cast this spell then copy your next thing is way easier mm-hmm. in terms of like arena execution than... well i think it's also easier for like a new player to oh, understand absolutely so i have to hold priority and then yep. do this thing yeah so yeah so but red gets that pretty frequently mm-hmm. um and then we have cheap card advantage well, um, one thing before one? this, yeah, you did. Um, reds, like we talked when we were talking about blue, we talked about how blue gets looting, where they get to draw a card, then discard a card. Um, red gets the inverse of that. So, red, like one of their ways to draw cards is to discard a card and then draw a card. Um, you referenced Tormenting Voice a little while ago two mana, discard a card, draw two cards. There's a whole bunch of different versions of that. Um, rummaging goblin is what rummaging is named after discard a card draw a card Um, so that is kind of red's flavor on that yeah it's very much i don't have um what's the word i'm looking for i don't have uh all the information i'm just going to hope that the next thing i draw is better than what i discarded yeah playing back into red's randomness exactly as opposed to like blue where it's like i have all the information now i make the best choice Right. Right. Now, cheap card advantage that is temporary. Sometimes referred now. to as like impulsive draw. Mm-hmm. Right. It's uh, almost always an ability on Red's Planeswalker. Almost always. And yep. seemingly just a like two mana common. Mm-hmm. Um, that is usually like two mana exile the top two cards. You may yep. play them until the end of this turn, or more recently, you may pay them play them until the end of your next turn. Yeah. And so like you get access to the cards, but you don't get to keep them. Like they're they're going to spoil. Mm-hmm. Um This message will self destruct. Exactly. Uh dang you gadget. Um <laughs> But they've changed them over the years. They've gotten better. Yeah. So, well, we it, didn't always have them. Like, I mean, it's kind of been traditionally like a Ch- Chandra ability, mm-hmm. like on her Planeswalker card. But the, fir- the first one of these that's like on a spell that I can remember was Light Up the Stage. And that wasn't that long ago. Ah, uh, you forgot one. You forget what it's named after. Act on Impulse from M15. Oh, yep. it was like yep. three mana exile three cards or something. Or was it exile mm-hmm. two? I, I can picture the art in my head. I don't remember what the card does, yeah. though. Oh, 
But have I spelled impulse correctly? <laughs> Still wrong. Yeah, like the up close of, of Chandra. Yeah. Uh, exile the top three cards of your library until the the end of turn. You may play these card, play cards exiled this way. So, yeah. um, like that's three mana. You get three cards, but like you're three mana in the hole, and you right. only have to the end of turn. Yeah, so probably not a spell you're casting on turn four. Probably not. Um, but. Also, uh, like that's worded as you can cast those spells this turn. This one's you may play. Oh, okay. Because that's a difference too. Like some of these, you have to cast them, which means that you can't play lands. And some of them say play, which means you can play lands. I feel like more recently we have moved to giving you till the next turn. Yeah. And letting you play land. So it's like the way that red gets to like hit its uh, land drops. Power create. It, it, it's subtle. I mean, when we were yeah. talking about uh, questing druid, right? We were like, yeah. is this how these are worded now? And it's like, well, no, but it's an instant, so it kind of does the same thing. Yeah. So it's it's uh, a little awkward. Yep. But yeah. So red gets, like, again, cards that spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else we're missing from red that you can think of um i mean it's not a it kind of goes back to direct damage but i feel like red is also home to like the the x spell right yeah right there's always or seemingly there's like usually one or two like a year of like x and red deal x damage to something yeah. Or yeah, I think red in general gets a lot more spells with X in the casting cost. Yeah, just like you can dump everything in. What could possibly go wrong? Like, cause they like like way back in the day they had fireball and earthquake, right? And like rolling thunder, yeah. In temp, like you have all of these like deal X damage spells that are like kind of very, very red and like. I know other colors are getting it green, uh, but like <laughs> as we talked about, like haste used to be like exclusively a red thing, like yeah. nothing else got haste, and now it's just like, eh, this black card needs haste, eh, <laughs> this green card needs haste. We want to make sure people attack with this creature. Let's give it haste. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for like Sarah Angel with haste, like the, just three white, white, four, four vigilance haste. Why? <laughs> But, like, haste, like, that, again, that, like, very much, red is very much short-term, like, short-term gain, long-term uh, yeah. disadvantage. So, like, red often plays tempo negative. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, like, what is what is red card advantage? All the cards your opponent didn't cast when they were dead. Right. And so, like, red just plays very differently than a lot of the other colors. Yeah. Um, I did think of two more things that red kind of does. Okay. Not super frequently, but not infrequently either. Um, The first is spell redirection. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, occasionally we'll get, you know, a red card that, like, changes the target of a spell. Bolt bend. Yep. Uh, Or what is the... 
deflecting SWAT. SWAT. That's the yeah. commander one, yeah. Yep. Um, and red also gets to fling things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah. red is the only color that gets to fling things. Like, I can't think of a... There's definitely not a white or a blue. I don't think there's a green. There might be a black. I think there is a black. It's Rate called of Rate of Consumption. Good job. That yeah. uh, yeah. uh, Dark Depth sideboard card from yeah. Shadowmoor. <laughs> yeah. And you got to gain life after you killed them for 20 Woo-hoo! with your Dark Depths, <laughs> with your Merit Lage. Yeah, but the like, sack a creature, deal damage equal to its power to something. Yeah. It's usually any target, but that target is usually the player. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we have like a weird version of it in the like current set as an adventure. Yeah. Uh, that's like it deals the damage, then the creature gets sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Which means that uh, your creature can die before the spell resolves. Awkward. Yeah, where fling is, you sack it on the front end. So, right. like, as long as the spell is not countered, the damage is, like, gonna baked in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is, and I, I just came up with one more thing that red, I think, does more than any other color. That's kind of a recent addition to red's suite of abilities. Mm-hmm. And that's making treasure. I think red makes oh, more yeah. treasure than the other colors. Um, blue, or black and green are, you know, tight runners up there. But red definitely makes more treasure than the other colors, which kind of leads into red's philosophy of like temporary resources. We talked about how like black kind of gets to do whatever it wants as long as you're trading another resource for it. Um, red's version of that is it can kind of do whatever it wants, but it's temp- it's not going to last. Yeah, it's very much like get out quickly. Like again, throw cards away now. That throw cards away now that like won't help you later, and yeah. do the thing. So like, hey, like I'm gonna make a treasure. I'm gonna spend a card to make it make a treasure. Like strike it rich. Yep. And that really didn't do anything other than like get you like one turn ahead. Yeah. It's so, like you wasted and a card to get one turn ahead. I guess that also plays into another thing that red does that we didn't talk about because it's not really a thing anymore, but that's rituals. Mm-hmm. Like rituals have been other than dark ritual, like rituals have been almost exclusively a red thing. And we don't do that anymore where a card just like all it does is make more mana yeah. temporarily. There's um, like, it's funny, like the shift of the color pie because rituals yeah. used to be black. Right. right, you had um, Dark Ritual, Cabal Ritual, was it Burnt Offering? Yep. Like, Sacred Creature make a bunch of black mana. What's the one where you discard cards from your hand? Oh, gosh. Cadaverous Blue? Discard... Uh, well, that... That was green-black. Yeah, that was green. There's one that's just, like, discard a card from your hand. Song of the Damned? Song of the Damned is you get black for the number of creatures in your graveyard. There's one where you discard cards, too. Um, that one, I do not know. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be a black thing, and now it's definitely not a black thing anymore. Yeah, it um, is definitely then, moved into... Then it was a red thing. Red. Pyretic Ritual, Desperate Ritual. Um, what was the other one? Braid, Braid of Fire. Uh there's, there's another one, too. Uh, 
Desperate Pyretic, Rite of Flame. Rite of Flame. Um, uh, there's, is it Pyretic? Uh, there was the, is it Infernal Iron Plunge? Feet. Iron Crack Feet, Infernal yep. Plunge, which yep. is like Sack a Creature, Get Red. Yep. Seething Song. Was the Seething Song one? was the one that I was trying to remember, yep. Yeah, Seething Song is the, like, make... Uh, five Red for Three Mana. Five Red for Three Mana. Banned in Modern. Yep. Can't have it. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Treasures is kind of the next evolution of the ritual, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Treasures is, like, kind of a safer ritual mm-hmm. on some level. Uh, oh, and then I guess we get, like, cards like Bergy and Runaway mm-hmm. Steamkin that, yep. like, are making Herbrask. Ma- uh, yeah. At me, Herbrask is a much better example than Runaway Steamkin from like five years ago. Um, I mean, but, I think Runaway Steamkin's a better card, but probably. Uh, but like all these that like make mana as you cast spells. Yep. So, all right. So, what is red bad at? Well, I mean, we kind of just talked about it. Is all of its card advantage is temporary? Whether mm-hmm. it's casting things from the top of your library, or we mentioned impulsive draw, its its resources don't last. It burns real bright and then goes out. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when you're playing either red deck wins or sly or burn or whatever, you if the game doesn't go correctly, you end up with no cards in your hand and your opponent still has three cards in hand and they're not dead yet. And that's usually game over for you. You are usually dead. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's very much like, what are the next two cards on the top of my deck? If they don't win, right? this is done. Yep. Um, they, and then, like, effects don't last past the end of the turn. Threaten, yep. like, steal your creature, give it back. Fast mana. Uh, the stat bonuses are typically temporary. You don't get a lot of counters in red. Yep. It's all just, like, card for immediate advantage. Uh, I'd also yep. say that, like... Red creatures are typically undersized. Not always. Yeah, that's a good point. But they're undersized. And so, like, they get outclassed uh, pretty quickly. Mm. So in that same, like, like you look down and your hand's empty and your opponent has, like, a shieldred and you have, like, two two tutus. And you're like, well, these boys aren't really getting the job done (laughs) against... This uh, four or five, I guess I'm in like a bad way now. Yeah. So there's a like the creatures, they might come out of the gates quick, but they get outclassed pretty quickly. So again, that's like that, that like uh, resources being short lived is hey, I had the advantage on turns one, two, and three, maybe. But mm-hmm. once we get to like turn four or five, oftentimes a lot of red decks don't go to like creatures that are that big. Yeah. Not all the time. Other than the mythical, the magical big red deck. <laughs> Not always a deck, but yeah. Not always a deck. Oh, it's, it's always a deck if you dream. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah. not always a good deck. Um, so like, like big red is like a weird kind of deck that's kind of like a rampy controly deck mm-hmm. that usually uses like 
whatever two or three mana artifact that like filters cards or draws cards to get card advantage plays yep. all the red removal and then like play some like a big idiot to planeswalkers yep. um i guess another like shortcoming of red is its removal is very size dependent it, well it's all damage based mm-hmm. exactly so, like the we mentioned earlier we get like lightning bolt shock deal two damage to a thing deal three damage to a thing there's also typically for limited there's a deal five damage to a thing but that's usually as big as red's removal gets so if you play a four six chances are red's not going to kill it ever yeah and that deal five is usually like usually like five mana we've had a couple like three mana ones that like uncommon Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're usually like five mana and not like constructed playable. Right. So like you can get to a situation where going face with your burn spell isn't really profitable. Your opponent's at 12, yeah. right? Like, and putting them to nine doesn't kill them, right. but they have a four, four and your lightning bolt does literally nothing that matters on that board. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, because red's uh, removal is damage based, you'll ha- you have to like double up. Yep. You have to two for one yourself to get a creature off the board. Where black and white, their removal is typically to kill it. yeah, it's more unconditional. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like where black black's conditional removal is like something gets neg x neg x. Mm-hmm. Like, you can make that work for you in combat, right? You're right. like, I'm going to attack my 4-4 four, four into their 5-5, five, five, and then I'll give their 5-5, five, five, neg 3, neg 3. So, and then your 4-4 four, four lives. Yeah. Where with red, you're like, attack with my 4-4, four, four, shock your thing. Oh, crap. Still lose both my things. Yeah. Still lose both my cards. Yeah. And so you get that, like, like, tension of, like, a lot of my spells don't work. That's why there are people that say that, like, um, Unholy Heat, mm-hmm. like, kind of breaks the color pie. Right, because, it, like, six damage is a ton and basically answers any creature in the format. And it so costs it one mana. Up, yeah. Right, so, like, it, you know, it's basically Terminate. Yep. Uh, and Red shouldn't have access to that. Right. Now... I say red color, color shouldn't have access to that. Did you know that we now have targeted, you don't pay life enchantment renewal, removal in black? Yeah, I did. I, oh, think that, that, I mean, that's something we can talk about here, though, because red can't kill enchantments either. Exactly. Red just, like, stares at enchantments. Yep. Yep. So um, red gets, right, so of the, of the uh, gosh, permanent types, red gets to blow up lands. Red gets to blow up creatures, or artifacts. at least deal them damage. Artifacts yep. can deal with planeswalkers, again mm-hmm. with damage, um, but then just can't can't handle an enchantment. Nope. Like that is its that is its like hole. Mm-hmm. So, um, until they plant until they print like uh, some red enchantment removal spell. <laughs> yeah. Well. The red 
the way that Red deals with enchantments is it often like chaos warps it. Or, or the same way it gets its card advantage, it makes you dead before the enchantment matters. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then uh, I guess not a weakness of the color per se, but red does historically have um, a uh, very specific card type. The uh, six mana red enchantment that does absolutely nothing. <laughs> Typically, yeah. the, at rare or mythic. mythic. Red seven drop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like red would always get some like I do some random thing or like yeah. cast a spell and you get to cast another spell if it's a Tuesday. Like just some <laughs> random thing that like never ever worked that you'd look at yeah. and be like, this seems like it should be awesome. And if I do put a counter twice. on this enchantment, and then next time you cast a spell, put a counter on this enchantment, and then yeah, like like arcane bombardment was a little bit better than six mana yeah. do nothing, but that was the kind of thing that's like, hey, you get this like random effect that's really powerful if you like build your deck a very specific way. So yeah. those cards are often traps, fun, yep, but often traps. They're a good way to like two, three a limited. Uh, a limited event. <laughs> They're also a good way to uh, make an engaging YouTube video. Yes, very true. <laughs> very true. Watch me yeah. do this super duper cool thing. Yeah. Or like, what was, was it? Apex? It's going to take me 12 times to do it, but. Yeah, we're going to edit the first 11 out and then That's boom. Right. Was it Apex of Power? Was like mm-hmm. seven red, red, red. Exile yeah. 10 cards, make 10 mana. You can cast those cards to the end of turn. It was like, I just spent 10 mana. I should just <laughs> win the game with a stupid sorcery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a, a a little red meme, if you will. Always the seven mana or six mana do nothing <laughs> mythic enchantment. Yeah. So I think that one of the like advantages of red is it's very new player friendly. Yes. Not that like you know, not that red decks or like burn is like a super easy deck to play, but it's an easy deck to like start playing. Right. Well, the- yeah, they're they're straightforward. Mm-hmm. So while you're learning the game, they do things like you're not waiting. You're you're not blue waiting for your opponent to do something so that you can do something. You're doing the thing you're attacking with your creatures you're lightning bolting your opponent you're dealing damage to their creatures you're interacting with each other and taking game actions instead of sitting back and waiting Mm -hmm. which is a lot more exciting when you're learning a game i think and also um a lot of times like burn and like the the standard red deck like whatever red deck is in standard is often pretty good and relatively cheap Mm -hmm. because to make the limited environments work they often have a lot of you know uncommon powerful hasty three drops and like two drops with an ability or something or the like uh the rares that like kind of fit that like aggressive archetype are often not the ones that are super sought after Right. So like the those decks are usually relatively cheap. Like the first two decks I ever put together in modern 
were Burn and mm-hmm. Merfolk. Yep. Because I was like, oh, like Burn is like eight cards from Legacy Burn. And now yeah. I have a Legacy deck. And like Merfolk is like eight cards from Legacy Merfolk. But like they're a good like entry level deck, particularly in standard. Like you can play like a 60, 70 card or 60, 70 dollar deck mm-hmm. and get to play the game and have a chance yeah. to, to win games. Also, you don't have to buy a whole bunch of expensive lands. Mm-hmm. Mountain. Yep. Another bonus there for you. Yeah. So red is always like a kind of a good like entry level color yep. to like get you like doing the game. And, you know, once people do the game, they like keep doing the game. So you just got to get <laughs> you just got to get the person to do it the first time. Yep. Get your hooks in. So we got any other red things? No, I think that pretty much does it. Excellent. Yep. So if uh, so, with all that, I think we got a show. We got a show. So if you want to reach out to us, um, tell us like some your favorite red thing that we forgot. <laughs> um, you can uh, reach out to us on social media: Facebook, Discord, X, um, email. Or again, like if you have show ideas or things you want us to talk about, or you know, we are pretty close to Wilds of Eldrain. Maybe we need to revisit some cards and go like, hey, this card's way better than we thought it was. Yeah, um, I mean I know. think by the time I get back from uh from my class, we should both have at least some experience with the set and mm-hmm. be able to talk about normally after a set release we do like a you know, initial impressions or whatever. So I'm sure that episode will be coming. And then, like, I don't know, a couple days after that, we'll probably be in spoiler season for whatever comes next, so. (laughs) As it goes. Yep. But yeah, like Brian said, hit us up down below. All the links to social media are there. Join our Discord. Come hang out with us. We have some fun in there. Um, If you're looking to support the show, there's a couple ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG Player Affiliate link. Casual, tryhard, uh dot com slash tcg follow that link on over to tcg player buy whatever you're gonna buy support us at the same time doesn't cost you guys anything you get you know cheap prices on cards and uh support the show if you're looking to support us more directly patreon.com slash casual mtg where you can chip a couple bucks in whatever you feel like is appropriate for the amount of value you get out of us and in return, we will give you access to our show notes. We will give you access to about another hour's worth of content out of us every week in the form of our pre-show. And you get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff to send out. Uh, probably the end of, the end of this month it'll come, come out. So if you want in before that goes out, head on over to patreon.com slash casualtriardmtg. Sign up, send me your address, and I'll send you some swag. Yeah, and his stuff is always very cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Alright, so with that, we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. <laughs> <laughs>